0: Hey, it's time for Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit. Hey, I'm Dr. Lisa. I do give a shit, you know. It's me, the self-proclaimed psychotherapist, you know, uh, which is just basically um, a way that I can ask anybody anything I want to. I think that's what it's about, really. But anyway, thanks so much for listening to Radio Free Brooklyn and Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit. Um, do you know how great Radio Free Brooklyn is? Do you? Well, I'm here to tell you. It is an amazing station. We have so much going on here. We have uh, you know, every kind of music, talk, politics, comedy. We have an animated film show. So the thing is, it's a really great station and um we want you to be involved in it we want you to be involved in it we want you to involve- to donate money to us uh that would help us keep in business um go to radiofreebrooklyn.org slash donate or um you know sign up for our newsletter because you guys should really know what's going on here there's so much great stuff and there's so many great hosts and uh it's important, okay? I'm telling you. I'm a shrink. I know these things. So anyway, I have I have like a you know what a like a cold call is where you just like get some I got the I got this guy, this really awesome guy. I think he's awesome. I just met him like 15 minutes ago. Tom Manco on the show today. Um and he brought along Uh, His lovely wife, which I'm thrilled to meet. Her name is Meg. Meg, do you go by Meg Manco? Meg Tartar. Meg Tartar. Good for you. You use your real... Yeah, don't just change your name for the hell of it. Um, Get your... Please get your mic closer. Um, So um, Tom's looking at his wife. Tom, Tom, over here. (laughs) So here's the thing. Um, I... The reason I got in touch with Tom and he generously came in is because I was really drawn to his work. He's been doing these amazing cardboard um, and they're very like simple and complex, if you know what I mean. Like, it looks like maybe you could make it, but there's no way, like once you start looking at it, there's no way. And there are of all these, I'm going to have him tell you about it, but I was really, really, really drawn to this public art that he did. And so I got him in here cause I want to talk to him about it. And I think, uh, I'm going to get to know him and his wife along with you. Okay. And I really want you to check out this work. I mean, it's, you know, I look at Instagram all the time. I could call in a lot of people, but, you know, so you should check out his work at Manco Studio on Instagram like I did. That's M-A-N-C-O, studio, all one word. Um, he He's opening a gallery. I found this. See, I'm right on top of things, folks, because I found out right now that he's opening a gallery at 199 Avenue B between 12th and 13th Street. And he has a website, Manko Studio. So uh, I'm going to let him describe the work that I'm talking about. And then we're going to take it from there because things are complicated. There's too many things to talk about. Go ahead, Tom. Can you tell us about the work that I am talking about, the body of work that I'm talking about?
1: Yeah. um, And talk into the mic, please. Yeah. I started doing this about a year ago. I started doing this about a year ago.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: And, um, yeah, it was a a once-a-month project. I'd started with my son. Uh, It started in December of 2020. I basically, because of COVID and staying home and the quarantine, uh, a lot of boxes were arriving at my house, either for food or Christmas time presents and stuff like that. A lot of Walmart and Fresh Direct boxes. Anyway, uh, my son and I just started making a guy. Uh, a guy, a, a giant, like, a giant. Yeah, he wanted to make in a giant in your living room. It was basically in my living room. We made this twelve foot giant. He just wanted to, and we did.
0: You mean your son? What did your son had the idea? He's like, Dad, I want a giant. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna put all this cardboard, so we have no room here. Is that what he was saying?
1: <laughs> yes and no. I mean, it started. The first time I ever made a cardboard anything was my son's fifth birthday, where I made uh, five cars uh, out of cardboard. 'Cause it was like a racing theme birthday party. And we live near Stytown. They have this cool oval and a fountain and it looks like a a racetrack anyway, so we made five cars and that was his birthday party theme thing. So
0: was, he was like, Dad can make things out of
1: cardboard. Exactly. I like dad. Exactly. So uh
0: dad make more.
1: Exactly. So uh we were <laughs> okay. in quarantine and I had to come up with something quiet that I can do at home that didn't uh
2: we're homeschooling. Yeah,
1: we're homeschooling. You know, we're um. Zoom school at home, so there's no TV or <laughs> or radio or anything because he's in school all day. So I had to come up with a project, you know, staying home and not being making any noise or making too much <laughs> of a mess while he's in school. Uh, so we started in December during his break, and uh, we made this giant. So I was about to put him out with my recycling from my building, just as a goof to leave him out there. And a friend of mine had said, you should put them in a park. I'm like, I'm not going to put them in the park, you know, whatever. And, and my wife's friend was like on speakerphone, and she was saying, what are they going to do, give you, give you a ticket for, for littering? I mean, it's not graffiti. You're not defacing anything. Go for it. So we did. So I brought them to the park, and it had a little cardboard dog with them, and the sneakers were made out of uh, Nike boxes, and the rest of them was just cardboard colored
2: that happened to
1: be Hanukkah and we put it out there and some guy as soon as we set it out some guy walked by and he was like oh it's the mensch on the bench and I didn't even realize that it was the first day of Hanukkah
0: oh well it's like somebody made that up for
1: you (laughs) someone made it up for me how great is that so that that was that was the The mensch on the bench on the bench it it just happened to be the first day of Hanukkah and I was I was clueless about it so the mensch on the bench, his head he got decapitated (laughs) within like 24 hours uh huh. And the first one, I'll admit, I didn't put that much effort or detail into it because I, it was the first time out, and it was like a stupid project. Um, but then I made the commitment to do it once a month for a year near the holidays because everybody was quarantined, and it, it just seemed like a yeah. a nice thing to do for the community. So and so
0: you've been doing them. Um, so I've
1: been doing them once a month for for a year. I just finished the uh, the last one in December, so I went from December to December.
0: And, and uh, so um, what was, like, where, I want to hear about, like, how, so this is the first time um, you put your art, you put something like this out in public, you've been making it. So what was that um, experience like? Like, what happened when you put your art outside? Like, what happened?
1: It was, I guess, more of a voyeur experience. Because no one knows who I am, and I put them out, and I can just sit on a bench and watch other people kind of interact with it or react to it.
0: Mm-hmm. And what um, did you find? What did you? What was that like? It was pretty,
1: pretty cool actually. It was, uh, it was a nice feeling that I was doing something that, um, you know, other people appreciated and uh-huh. definitely, um, you know, made them smile and you know, kind of look forward to. I mean, who's walking in the park in February and, you know. Just uh-huh. stumble was, across this thing, you it, know? It
0: was like this feeling of friendliness and and creativity yeah. in a very bleak time. I was, I was, I mean, I'm a little depressed now, but man, I was in it last yeah, February. Yeah, back, <laughs> back then it was,
1: pretty, yeah. And that's part of the reason why I did it. It was mm-hmm. just a, a thing to do. And I always mm-hmm. looked at them as like a sandcastle. In other words, I would spend all this time building this thing. And then once I brought it to the park, then I had to let it go.
0: Mm-hmm. How long did they last about?
1: They rained. They all had their own different demise. Every month had a different story. How they were taken away. No, but did or they weather.
0: last like a day,
1: two days? Um, some of them did. Some one, of them lasted. One lasted days. like yeah. ten days. Wow. The weather was good. I mean, the weather didn't take it out. And then the parks department. I guess they they let it go. I mean, I never had a an agreement with them. Mm-hmm. So the one I guess, that
2: lasted ten days, though, I think the parks department liked the best because well, they. What? They relocated it. Yeah, the, they relocated the, the, yeah. so, so, it. So we thought that uh, wow. it, had been, it had been trashed, and wow. then somebody else had shared with us, no, it's just on the other
0: side of the park.
1: Wow. Wow. So, yeah, that, was, that was an interesting experience. The, the,
0: well, what do you mean? Did that make you feel?
1: Well, because, like I said, once I once I put them out, then, uh, you know, it just depends on on um, you know, the, either the weather. Or uh, if anyone defaced it or whatever. I heard the June one. I wasn't in town at the time, but I made this bug for June. Mm-hmm. Like a June bug thing. Mm-hmm. And I guess during Pride, I heard that they they set it on fire like Burning Man, and there were people were dancing around it, <laughs> which was fine by me. I wish I would have saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I wasn't in town at the time. Yeah, yeah. But from what I heard and a couple of pictures that I saw, it was like a thing. Yeah. You know, and I mean... Tompkins Square isn't like Washington Square Park. It's been a little a little calmer in Tompkins Square than Washington. Yeah. But um yeah, as far as I knew, the the pride kinda ended up there and there was That's so cool. music and uh-huh. they lit it on fire and was dancing around it, which <laughs> and, is fine by me. I mean and it was how go old in? is your son? My son's eight. Eight. Yeah, he just turned so eight, so he was so like
0: seven when this started.
1: Yeah, pretty much, pretty much six, six. And I think. and
0: what was his role? Like, how how engaged or what was his role? He
1: gave me a lot of ideas. Um, did
0: did he did he have all the ideas? Did not, you have not, to make them all? Not all of them, but it was
1: definitely <laughs> he would definitely spark something to make me do it. We, we had, had to know. dial back his. We ideas. We had to sometimes. dial back a lot of his ideas because I couldn't just do. Did, I can't make a working motor out of cardboard and tape. So, so. was
0: it part? Part of the inspiration was like you wanted to enter, you know, you wanted to bond with, you wanted to do it with him for him.
1: Yeah. I mean, that I mean, was, that part, that was something part of Some for him to remember. But uh, one month in um, uh, June, that uh, was the Father's Day one, I got his whole class involved because really? I did it for a few months. Wow. And his teacher was kind of, lived in the area and was kind of excited about it. Uh-huh. So we made for the the June one, we made it into a, like a fishing thing. I wanted to go kind of cliche and the interactive part of it was um, this bug had a fishing, we had fishing poles and I laid out a tarp and his class has made, I guess about 200 uh, flies out of cardboard, out of toilet paper rolls.
0: I love that. Was that your, did you direct them how to do that? That uh, Yeah, I mean, they did it, but it was like, you knew how to get it done. You knew the technique.
1: A lot of the, I mean, we brought in the initial amount of toilet, paper rolls that we collected at home and then with friends collected theirs and they brought it into school so by the end and i bought them googly eyes and pipe cleaners yeah you
0: you you initiated because that's a lot that's a lot to yeah that's you had to take charge you had to you had to take but that's so cool that you did that but by that point the teacher was into the teacher
1: was way into it more than we were that
0: i love that
1: and i love that the kids came by and they they went i mean this is for kids that can't go fishing with their dad it was that was the kind of the yeah, point i went yeah. cliche like you go fishing with your dad well you know, was, i did the same thing in september uh i did this apple tree and we gave out a, a bushel of apples just handing them to people as you know in Aww. september so it was part of the you know interactive part like it started with the full one in in april when people stuck the most foolish thing they ever did i left um uh post-its and sharpies for people to write the most foolish thing they've ever done because oh, you it wrote on the,
0: you wrote the word
1: fool up uh, for april fools that So was, it
0: was so it was uh tell us about that so was a three-dimensional it letters. was a
1: three-dimensional letters i originally was going to intended to make it like the love the famous love sculpture Uh, where it was okay yeah but the wind kept on blowing it down there was no way (laughs) to stack it like that
0: robert indiana yeah shout out he needs it he needs it desperately go ahead
1: so i put these letters out these three-dimensional letters out and i covered them in foil tape so it was like fool and foil it was a play on words and uh i left a box of uh post-its and markers there and but then on the box it said what's the most foolish thing you ever did and people wrote great answers, and by the end there had to be a couple thousand. Even someone replenished it's
0: a couple thousand. Oh you know,
1: yeah, people so, replenished the the post it wow. like midweek. Like someone brought post its in and new <laughs> markers because people were taking the markers.
0: That's yeah. so cool. Yeah, so it was like. So you you left like a where did, did they paste the?
1: They just stuck the post so it onto, onto the, the thing, the foil, and because it was wow. made out of foil, they stuck pretty well. And were you was,
0: surprised? I I was surprised. I was surprised at the amount of people that
1: like because that's when I knew I had to continue doing it. Um, Uh huh. So from every month, I had a little change of theme, a little thing, and they all had their own ending. It was really nice.
2: After that, I think you made them even more interactive. Yeah, I had to
1: make it more. I decided because of that one, then the DJ one for May uh i got yeah, that
0: was so cool i had
1: paper play black paper plates, so and I made them look with a sticker on it that made them look like records so you put your favorite song in and stick it in the slot not that the dj was uh, going to play it but uh, it was, oh, by the oh, end i got a, I love
0: that. a collection I love of that. Uh,
1: people's favorite you know favorite songs
0: oh my god i'm so love it, was, that. it was nice see this is so cool isn't there. it guys um you is all this stuff on uh, manco studio on instagram Instagram. okay so see i'm telling you you're welcome i found something really cool for you guys um so i i was oh you you had i think you had some stories about what people um said they were fools what people wrote on the april fools one
1: Uh, there were some what did people
0: say?
2: Yeah, well, they, I mean, bad, they, they bad had, life choices. Yeah,
1: <laughs> bad life choices. Um,
2: Falling in love with the wrong person. Right.
1: I crashed my mom's car into my sister's car.
2: Really? I
1: bought. Uh, I rented an apartment site unseen, and it was two hundred square feet. Um, <laughs> uh, a, a, a lot of you know drug ones and too you many know, drugs, too <laughs> many. A, a, a lot of too that much bad shit. Well, we're talking Tom. I'm there was, swear. Yeah.
0: So I guess. I guess. I'm not going to make a joke.
1: But there there was one girl that, I, like I said, once I put this one out, I was kind of observing. And this one girl kind of sat there. She must have went through at least 15 post-its. And she'd sit down on the bench, and she'd write out really small print. Like, Like she let it out. Whatever foolish thing, whatever happened to her, she let it out. I was trying to find a photograph of it, and I can't, so I can read a little bit of it she left it publicly, so <laughs> I don't know who the person is. No, no. Um, but some of the things she, you know, she must have fifteen of them at least.
0: So she posted all fifty everywhere. And, and it wasn't thing. just she kept posting. Not just kept on adding to it. Not just throwing them. No, she'd
1: grab another one. She'd sit down. She'd really think about it. She must have been there for at least over an hour.
0: That's a great way to psychoanalyze so, somebody. Yeah, what did she, you do? You have an impression of what they added up to? It was
1: yeah. It was just like I think whatever. Whatever she had in there, it got out, and hopefully she felt better afterwards. You know, just leaving it out there. I guess when you leave things out anonymously, they, you know, it's a... Well, it's Because that's what it was, and she confessed anonymously, and I think if you get something like that out, you know, mostly about her relationship, I think it was. Her relationship. Yeah, whatever Did it she seem was, like
0: it was a current relationship that she was I, I think she just needed cool. to get
1: something out. Yeah. Maybe she was a writer or something and it was, you know, just a tool for her. Wow. I don't know. I don't, I, I just saw her at a, I was, like I said, I was just on the bench and kind of observing people do. Hey, this if
0: you're me. out there, come on in. We'll do some therapy. <laughs> so, you need it, I guess. Yeah, but, it was, but, um, that is so cool. So that, that must have been, you know, I, one of the things I really, uh, love about this and hearing about it is the way that, the art interacts with the viewer. Yes, that was the, the important
1: part of putting it in, in the park. Right. Even though it, it was kind of a goof to put them in there to begin with. But well, it turned into it, and because it did, uh, I think people, you know, towards the third and fourth and fifth month, people were expecting was also you know, something quor- to be you out know, there.
2: Having been quarantined, yeah. people, you know, the only sure. things we could do was go out and take walks. So in then the people park. would go out to the park they'd see the work they'd see each other engaging it was a way to come back together
0: and it would yeah very very yeah. positive well what's also really cool is that um it's obviously made by somebody who's generous in the sense that they whoever puts it out in public like that you put a lot of you can tell and i'm not i know it's you tom but right. let's pretend we don't even know you know um, there's a lot of uh, work and thought and meaning in it, and um, you kind of just give that all away because you don't expect it to you know you you know it's not going to last, whether it gets stolen or ruined the weather eventually, whatever. you don't you just do it
1: right that was for the joy
0: of it. and I think that that's a great way. Um, to experience art and to think about art, that it's actually something that people kind of have to do. And to for the viewer to sort of take that in, I think, um, is rewarding for them.
2: I think there was a point, too, that Tom thought that, you know, he was creating this kind of disposable art, but two of the pieces ended up being adopted. Really? Uh, Yeah. One of them went to the macaroni and cheese restaurant Smack Smack in the East Village. Yeah, they
1: kept it for a while after...
2: That was the one that was really encouraging people to come back out and eat in local restaurants, uh-huh. and it was this large man Big and hairy guy
1: in his underwear eating a lo- very fancy lobster dinner.
2: I oh, love that in front of this you know ornate table with did, a candle. How candelabra. did they get
0: it? Did they ask you for it, or
1: I, actually, she just uh, I, because my Instagram was really low when I started. I, I think I had thirty or forty people following <laughs> me, mostly family and friends. And as the months built up, I got more and more Instagram followers or whatever, because I'd I'd mark them with Manco Studio on just to see for Instagram. Uh, it turns out Sarita, who owns uh, Smack, who is a very generous woman on her own, mm-hmm. uh, she's one of the few restaurants around that leave out a fridge and pantry, Oh, yeah, a free yeah. pantry and oh, fridge. Nice. Um, she's really involved in the community. Uh, so when she was like, thank you so much for doing this and for all the restaurant people that you're encouraging people to eat out, and I'm like, they're gonna toss this thing tomorrow. Do you want it?
2: Uh, and she's like,
1: I'd love to have it because we don't have tables inside the restaurant, and the restaurant's uh, empty. Uh, we don't have it, so we'll we'll take them. So they had them for a good six months oh, or so, nice. something like that. Before it started really getting dusty and falling apart. <laughs> yeah, no, no,
0: but that's pretty good. And we that's had a,
1: a they had a nice, good. but They had a uh, their 25th anniversary for staying open, or 20th anniversary, some anniversary, five or 10 years. and 15 maybe. I think it was 15. <laughs> And, uh, they, we put them out one last We cleaned them up. We kind of took away the table, cleaned them up, put them out one last time. And they had their, you know, their celebration, their, their opening celebration. And then at the end of the party, he was, he was recycled again. So wow. it was nice. And then, um, oh,
0: that's so cool. And then in
1: July, I did a, uh, hamburger eating a hot dog. And
0: <laughs> that's very funny. Then
1: I made some, well, it's the, the sign on it was like the, cause the most, the most frequent, frequently asked question in July is if you want a hamburger or a hot dog. Right. So I made the hamburger eating the hot dog. It was, it was, it was supposed to be cute and funny. And uh, the interactives for that month, I made a chess and a checkerboard uh-huh. uh, using mustard and ketchup condiments, different, different size jars, uh, condiments. Mustard to do like mayo, uh, mustard versus ketchup checkers and chess.
0: Oh, that's great! And I love I, that. That's so smart. And
1: then I made this. I don't know, it was a chicken wing with wings and uh, the lobster. I recycled I recycled a few of the pieces that I previously made for an event, uh, for the uh, Lower Side Cooperative. Uh, they had a thing out on the street, so it was like games for kids to play and stuff. It was and then it was that fun. one
0: got adopted. To and that the one local got adopted
1: by the, the thrift store. They put it in the window for about a month. Aww. And nice.
0: wow! And could people was the could people um play the game? Yeah, no, no. There was there was, there, there was there was one point there people
1: playing checkers and chess with the you know different sized mustard each jar. You kind of knew what they were. Like I had little baby ones like at the hotel for the pawns and different shaped ones for the other pieces and got the hang of it really quickly and it was fun i had a a video that i took of all the games being played at once without any you know encouraging or anything i was just sitting there just seeing if people would play and they did wow wow yeah Yeah, the interactive with the with the people that go to the park was the the essence of it that's trying to get people to you know do something again together because people have been locked in their house for a year yeah yeah
0: it's such a great it's such a it's such a great Story and such a great, you know what? So we're getting to the Dr. Lisa part. I'm gonna like I'm gonna see if I can make them really uncomfortable. Let's see. We'll put them on the spot. So, so you know what? I'm gonna tell you guys. I get a really good feeling about these about these people as a family unit. Okay, because. The guy came, was comfortable bringing his wife in, like without, and she was really comfortable right away. One of the things I'm wondering about is if he, how he would have felt if he hadn't brought his wife and would, can you believe I'm, I'm bringing this up? But the other thing that I think is really powerful is how, um, their kid, Seems like such a force in their relationship. Am I right? Am I right about that? Totally, hundred percent. And I think that maybe the kid is um, the three of them together is um, a very very solid unit. Maybe even more solid than it was previously. Or or might you can't even imagine it any other way. The kid. I'm just saying the three of you together just seem like a very solid unit.
1: Yeah, I mean... <laughs> or am I idealizing no, it? No, no, no. I mean, we're just a normal You're, family. Yeah. See, so you take that for and granted.
0: They, you take that for granted. Yeah, I,
1: I guess so.
0: Meg, Meg I, I have to hear from... So, okay. So first of all, how'd you guys meet? We met um, in a Korean
2: bar, restaurant on St. Mark's. That, uh,
1: that my friend owned, and I had uh, decorated and did some work Oh, so in you there.
0: had done... Cause because you make a living. What's the word I'm looking for? You, you, he, uh, I he, do project work. Like project I, work. Yeah. yeah so so. Uh,
1: like I do things like Venetian plaster or murals or old-fashioned signs and stuff like that. Oh. Like project. Mm-hmm. And know. like the
0: mural, at, he did a mural. at um, You won you won a commission to do the mural at uh, the Coney Island Aquarium, which is a yeah, like pretty was, big deal. Yeah, that was,
1: 2017. It was mm-hmm. like uh, about trash in the ocean. So it was like an illusion of uh these all the sea creatures but if you really looked at it they were all plastic uh plastic such a cool idea yeah
0: so anyway go to the website okay look it up yourself And I hope I'm not making you feel self conscious that Meg is here because I am making, she's making me more comfortable.
1: Oh, that's good.
0: Does she, she makes people, does Meg like me? It's much easier to, Tom, it's much easier to go places with Meg, isn't it? it She makes everything really comfortable. She's definitely the, you don't want to go anywhere without her, do you? That's true. I don't blame (laughs) you. If I was married to her, I would be taking her everywhere.
1: Yeah, she definitely is the, um,
0: she just makes everything feel okay. I, 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 like nothing bad can happen, right? Yeah, she's
1: the the voice of reason. She's my my if I was Howard Stern, she'd be Robin. <laughs> she's definitely my voice of reason and definitely keeps me on the the right and, track of of the right way to do things.
0: So, um and I also guys want you to know how great it is to see a father, a real father artist involved with this kid. So, so let's go back. You met when? Like how long ago was it? 2006. 2006. Yeah, years ago. And how did you meet? You were, were you were. It was my, friend, it, was my friend, yeah, it was
1: my friend's place, and I had on I St. Had,
0: Mark's. What place? Can we? Uh, I was
1: Gamma. It's not there anymore. Gamma. Twelve it was St. A, Marks. Yeah, Twelve St. Marks. It was a Korean uh, bar restaurant. Uh, a Friend of mine had owned it, and I had done some all the work in there. As a matter of fact, my motorcycle was part of the. The uh, the core, the Oh, we had a motorcycle. Yeah, ooh, well, bad boy. Yeah. ooh, bad boy artist with motorcycle. When she, when she when she met me, it was a decoration. It wasn't actually. <laughs> oh, okay. A, it, wasn't it was part of the restaurant. Mm-hmm. sort of and, idea. And he
0: was a bartender there. And I worked there and I
1: bartender when he uh, first had opened up until he found staff and we met. And
0: So were you in there, Meg? Why were you, why were you there? Were you I, like I that hadn't... guy in that bartender's cute, I'm going in there? No, that was not <laughs> it at all. Oh.
2: I had to go um, to celebrate a friend's birthday right before Christmas. And they said, oh, come to this great new Korean place. And I showed up and Tom was standing there talking about the wall And I thought to myself, what is this guy talking about the wall for? (laughs) And so I went to my friends, we're all hanging out and the the party was wrapping up at the end of the night and we walked out and Tom came up to me and asked me a very pointed question about cheese and I decided that I no longer was going to go out with my friends for the rest of the night and I wanted to get to know him better. Mm -hmm. So his friend who owned the bar gave him the keys and said, why don't you take that girl back inside and make her a drink? And Ooh. he's been by my side. Years later, I'm still. <laughs>
0: making You're like the that. Sounds like a so. So, what were you? What were you thinking, Tom? When uh, what? Like, did, were you like, I have to meet this woman? I'm going to ask her about cheese.
1: No, that <laughs> was Is that it, your the, pickup the, line. The, the cheese, cheese thing was my pickup line, actually. No, yeah. but were
0: you thinking? Did you notice no, Meg one, and you one, wanted to meet her, or was it just we, like once we so
1: once we started talking, that was that we could just. It was like we would known each other for a really long time. It was weird because we brought up like. Woody Woodpecker references and old movies, like but, obscure movie things. Weird little shit that no one would ever wow. remember. And, and the odd thing and is I look down
2: at um, Tom's arm. with His signature is an M uh, crossed with a T. And as for T for Tom and M for Manco. And my name is Meg Tarter, So we have oh, the reverse initials. Wow. But I remember looking down and thinking
0: why does this guy have my initials tattooed on his arm? (laughs) So you guys like hit it off right away. Hit it off right away. Oh, man, aren't you jealous? Like they didn't have to go through any
1: bullshit we did (laughs) did
0: before but with other people yeah Yeah, that's true i'm sure i'm sure no one escapes no one gets out of here alive as they say so um you just started dating and you just hit it off like right away and that was it pretty much started living together a
1: few months later got engaged engaged, like a year later wow
0: wow and um, what about, your desi- you had a decision to have a child? Was that a decision? Oh, yeah. I don't mince words, folks. A decision. You had a decision. Yeah. So how did you come to that decision?
1: We had to find the the next apartment. because We were living <laughs> in a really, really small apartment, and we were like, all right, if we find the place, it'll be time to start a family, and we found the place.
2: We did. So- we actually went, we looked for an apartment for years, and when we finally found the apartment we have in the East Village now, I walked into the room that is our son's room, and I thought, we could have a family. So then we said, why don't we try, thinking it would take a long time like it does for many people. And it didn't take a long time. And, uh, you know, Linus, our son, who's eight, uh, changed, changed the world for us. You
0: know? Well, so you were both very much on the same page. Were you? Yeah, I. Th- I mean, I think so. No, no, you weren't. No, Meg, Meg. I'm reading Meg. <laughs> well, we're we're. A, a I mean, bit. who cares, really? I mean, it, look, it's going great. I will <laughs> I don't want to fuck it up. <laughs> so, um, no, but what's what's your feeling, Meg? Did was it easy? Well,
2: ne- you know, being a parent now, and you know, in hindsight. I, I thought that we were ready to have a kid because we wanted to, like, add another person in our lives. Some people want to have a kid because they want to have a baby, you know? Yeah, right. So we thought, oh, that's what we want. Now we have that person. He's a full person, you know? Um, And I, th- I think we were just ready for, like, the next part of our life together as an, as an adventure. And mm-hmm. we could, a lot of people can go on their whole lives and not have kids and have wonderful lives. But mm-hmm. having a kid enriched us in a whole different way and... Inspired him to do many different things. I don't know what you'd be doing without him right now. No, no
0: <laughs> So, um, but there wasn't a whole lot of debate. Like it was, you no, guys when you guys got married, you were pretty
1: much when, when, when we met and it all worked <laughs> out, like everything's been kind of working out since <laughs> we really haven't hit. Mm-hmm. Because it seems like the way her and I, we troubleshoot things. Usually we can solve the problem before it happens. Ah. So either with her or with me or with Ever, and that's how we raise Linus. I mean, even juggling our schedules, we're always picking him up. We're always making sure he has to be where he has to be on, at practice or or for for Taekwondo. Or we, we juggle everything, making you know meals and making you know sure all I, that's done.
0: You know what I love about what you said? Um, troubleshoot. Like you talked about it as you were a team troubleshooting. Yeah. It wasn't like whose responsibility is this? Who's, who's, who's going to fix this? How are right. we going to fix this? It's like we have an obstacle. We as a unit have an obstacle. Yeah, it's not like
2: specific roles one person's job.
0: They're so fucking healthy too, <laughs> Jesus. So, did you guys have really good parenting, or ha- how? Or did you both have good parenting? Or, you know,
2: uh, being a parent now, our, myself, I can tell you that um, my mom and dad were right that there is absolutely no handbook. So, my parents definitely did the best they could. I was one of three, Tom's one of two. Uh, both of us had parents that divorced. Um, and you know, they just, the love was consistent all the time, even Mm -hmm. though there were ups and downs Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for me. And how about you, Tom?
1: (laughs) It's the same thing. I have a good relationship with both my parents. Mm -hmm. You know, it means different Mm -hmm. now that I'm older and they're older, but yeah. You
0: (laughs) You mean your mom's not washing your clothes anymore?
1: Well, (laughs) no, I mean, yeah. Not, not that yeah. she ever no. Well, because because <laughs> like our, she always
0: did to last she, year.
1: She she did when high school and then when <laughs> I left li- when I left. He's with,
0: embarrassed about that. Does no, he? well I didn't
1: know how no. to answer the question when, because because I'm very I'm actually a very good housewife.
2: When Nona comes so, to visit now, um Tom does it. Like her I do laundry, laundry <laughs> I do yeah,
1: I do I get laundry, that I cook. Yeah, know, I like, get that yeah, feeling. I, That's what athlete. I'm
0: saying. See, am what I'm trying to show you guys is Tom is a good example of how to make a relationship work because he's not like there's no separation about who's you know, what I'm gonna do, what you're gonna do, like we're doing it.
2: Yeah, especially yeah. like
0: when it comes so, to So, so Meg, are your girlfriends some I mean there are stereotypical guys. So are are your are your girlfriends like jealous like how how does Tom Tom, Tom does all that stuff and he's so involved with our son and it, do you get it that? Is, it is funny. Just
2: the other night I was texting with two girlfriends about how um the school often reveals last minute that there's going to be like a requirement for clothing the next week like spirit day or you know wear crazy socks. And my friends were like, oh, I have to run out and do this. And I just texted back, sorry, that's Tom's job. Like, he just, he'll handle those kind of things. Wow. But also, also it's a way for, like, the, our child to be creative. And we joke in the house that Tom is Linus's valet. Like, he'll be like, all right, what do we get? What do you want to wear? How do you want to represent? What do you feel like? What's the weather?
0: You know, he does all that stuff. It's funny. So uh I wanna hear a little more about Linus. Like what's what's he like or what where do you where do you guys what do you guys see in him that like He's is he gonna very be an artist or
1: typical eight year old goofball? He's, He's a- definitely a ham He's a
2: lover. He likes- he's, he's, yeah, got he's a lot hugger of, and a, lot of he's hugs. very
1: loud and very <laughs> you know, whatever. And he hugs. and yeah. He likes
2: to put on some shows. We actually have him in drama at school now,
0: uh-huh. which he
2: was really apprehensive about doing as an after school club. But Tom and I agreed. We're like, you love to tell stories and put on shows and sing songs. And here's an outlet.
0: You know? That's uh-huh. great. That's great. So we didn't ask Meg. Meg, what do you do?
2: Um I am in uh, property management. I uh-huh. run a property management company. So as far as troubleshooting, that's what I do. Right.
0: So you're in charge of a lot week. and you deal with you deal with the other people. Yeah, I deal with people that live in the buildings, in buildings, yeah. And you keep homes. them calm. That's yes. exactly what I do, yeah.
1: <laughs> Megan right. Megan's true talent is when people con- complaining of things in the building that they really is no need to. She can do like a, a voice to type <laughs> and say something so ho- her tone is so horrible and sorry.
0: What do you mean? And
1: sarcastic. That? She's like, I don't care I if your bathtub is and and but when it come when people read it, it's really elegant and really nice. Like she answers it oh, no, because he knows, to the, yeah, I, he yeah. knows
2: my frustration on something, but I'm I'm writing something in a nice and respectful professional way. But he happens to hear the tone coming from me.
1: He oh, hears like, how you would tie. say. Right.
0: It. He hears how you would. She's like, say I, am,
1: "I am. sorry. We will get on that right. Of, you know. <laughs> sorry about your uh, leak. We'll get that on right away. Our uh, neighbor, whatever it is. Oh, that's so pretty good. So really you good have at,
0: a way of. So you're. You have a way of sort of venting your anger and getting the job done all at one time.
1: No, she can say one thing and it comes out another way. <laughs> it comes out very nice and polite and elegant. Right. but when she says it into the talk to type thing, it's it's like she has road rage. Right, <laughs> right, right. But right. it comes out a professional, right. very beautiful. Like, thank you very much. Right, oh, kind right. Of an so we
0: have to picture we have to picture Meg saying this into her
1: phone <laughs> right. in a
0: really nasty w- or, tone, you know, but sarcastic. it's completely
1: one hundred percent professional and wonderful. <laughs> maybe I right. just
0: say it that way to make you laugh. Yeah, but maybe. I'm
1: actually just trying to no,
0: like, no, and I'm saying anger not in a direct way, <laughs> but in an indirect way in humor. Yes, but there's anger. <laughs> in the humor yes this is what this is what I, this is what i meant yeah. not no she's humor. awesome at that <laughs> <You're laughs> so you're not yelling at the people it's, so it's, you're all in so it's a big. i want to move in with you guys it sounds like a big party over there all the time it's sometimes i mean yeah we have a, very a lot no- of dance parties yeah, we have yeah. a lot
1: of very normal marriage a very normal kid we do, i think like it's I quite said. extraordinary well mm. it's normal to you <laughs>
0: yeah. that's good you do meg why do you say that i just want to know
2: you know, a lot of people don't stay together after so many years. The fact that how, we how still, long have you been together now? Fifteen. We just celebrated fifteen years.
0: Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you do? Do you guys? I mean, there must be. There must be stress. I'll work it out. I'll fuck this up somehow. <laughs> no. So, do you guys like where? Where? Where would you say there are you need to work on things? Is there anywhere?
1: It's less work less work more yeah, play she yeah she works she works 24/7 work she's 24/7 working yeah and, you're working a lot you know, people yeah people
2: have an emergency they want to know that someone's there and responding to them so i have to stop cooking dinner sometimes and
0: yeah you know, my daughter in law had that job yeah. i'm i'm well aware I'm <laughs> and well and aware I've, and i know have heard as, about as it as soon as the they phone rang they moved rings. out of new york
1: Yeah, when the phone rings and it's like she's in the middle of cooking something. If it's her night to cook or whatever, and like I hear the phone ring and I hear it come, I just come down and just pick up the spoon and start. Wow. Finish it off.
0: Wow, I wow, you're you know you could run him out. I mean, what a good example, Jesus. Um, No, but you know, and do you? So you feel supported, and you you both feel supported, which is really, which is really. He's the Yang to me okay, Yang. so that's what that's what we're learning there, folks. We're learning about we're learning about um, how important supporting each other is. And um, it's even, great.
2: Even today, Tom said to me, "You don't have to come." And I said, "If this is important to you, I, it's important to me. So I'm happy to come just to be there, even if I was standing over there and not part of this conversation. Or in, wow. the,
1: or in the, car, or the car, parking the <laughs> car, sitting in the car, so we don't get a ticket. Writing
2: again. emails
0: to people. Yeah. Wow." Well, see, see, this is what we're learning. This is what we're learning here. Um, Well, we only have like, we should probably, should we get back to the art? Um, Let's talk more about the art. Let's talk about, so you guys were already both living in New York and had your own lives by the time you met, right? Yeah. 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 So what happened? um, Do you want to talk a little bit more about how you're, was he making art at the time? Were you making art at the time? I
1: slowed down a little bit. Um. You know when he was an infant, a baby. No, when we met. You know, when we met, we yeah. slowed down. You know, because you had a
0: girlfriend now. You were well, yeah, but, I have. mean, it
1: wasn't that. It, we had. I had a small apartment. We both lived in a small apartment. There was a lot of space. Oh, so you couldn't make art. Couldn't you do, you, you know. didn't have
0: a studio like a. Room. No,
1: no, I didn't have okay. one until last month
0: to last month yeah because yeah, all mm-hmm. the cardboard
1: stuff i did in my house yeah
0: i want to hear you know what i want to hear you talk about a little bit um i want to hear you talk about your interest in sneakers in the store that the store gallery that you're opening all i mean right, we well, could go back yeah but let's do that um
1: well five years ago i did have a show and it was very sneaker related uh mm-hmm. i did like 45 or so Paintings of different types of sneakers, mostly Nikes and Converse and mm-hmm. Adidas and stuff, you, but the iconic sneakers.
0: How do you understand, or how did you come to understand sneaker culture?
1: A, a, a little bit. Um, yeah, it was part of it. I realized that the sneaker culture was much bigger than it was. I mean, I really, I mean, I've been... I, I, you, I was, you live I in the had. East
0: Village well, and you think like sneakers, right, everybody's every, sneakers are... Right. People so, are... Crazy and, about sneakers, right?
1: And I, I didn't see very much art with sneakers, so I thought, all right, I'll paint some basically portraits of sneakers.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and the the trick on that one was that I made these little tabs on each painting, so they can come together as a mural, or they can be separated, or you can change the oh, the, wow. the um, composition of it. Wow. Um they and they kinda clicked together. It was oh, wow. more of that as well.
2: And he used, used sometimes he would use parts of the sneaker boxes or shoelaces. Oh and, and one of the pieces or I guess twenty of the pieces of the big show were sneaker paintings about the size of a sneaker tied together with
1: the shoelace, the shoelace and then to, thrown over a over string. A wire.
0: So,
2: with yeah. and I then hung that. in. the
0: I love yeah. that. So you had that show. That's so, so I had cool. that show about
1: five years ago. And then after I went to a few sneaker cons with them and sold a few here and there. Um, but I had uh, uh, enough left. Uh, I put them in storage and kind of forgot about them. And then until about uh, this past December, uh, I was by my house. I met this guy. He had a pop-up shop. Uh, I asked him if I can rent a wall to do a art show for you know Christmas time and I did mm-hmm. uh, and then after that he decided to leave this because he was only doing it like a monthly pop up and he gave me a hold of his broker and I was able to continue the monthly pop- up thing wow for, so for a when while. did you open that? uh I haven't opened it yet. Or, oh, so um, that's
0: probably going to take over your energy that well, you're actually, putting into the yeah, outdoor stuff. Yeah, once I get done with this right? project, well, it's, it's open
2: now. It's, it's open just now. limited it's open. hours. Yeah, yeah, let's
0: not let's not <laughs> let's not close let's not close out that possibility.
1: Yeah, well, I'm going to be doing I think an opening next Thursday for a friend of mine, Tom Billings, that I have his work hung up in the space now.
0: Oh, okay. Um,
1: so next Thursday, probably seven o'clock or so, I'll be having like a an opening reception. For his work
0: you hear that guys
1: it'll be there for about a month uh-huh and, and it's um, what's the
0: address again uh 199,
1: 199. avenue b uh-huh between okay. 12th there, and 13th street
0: there yeah. you go isn't that fun you have a place to go now you're welcome um
1: well there's a lot of nice little galleries in that area that have been popping up how did
0: up. the um i'm just curious after five years i mean because sneakers have grown oh, yeah. so where did people go nuts over the the paintings well it kind sneakers? of evo- it
1: kind of evolved so uh i had experimented uh and i had a commission to paint someone's sneakers and i learned how to do it i mean it's not too far off what i already knew it was just a mm-hmm. couple of new techniques i had to learn to make mm-hmm. sure they stayed on the sneaker they didn't crack mm-hmm. having to uh prepare them correctly and and finish them off mm-hmm. um once I learned how to do that, it was I can pretty much do anything at this point. They're not; mm-hmm. it's not hard for me, right? Um, so I kind of generated the store into that's something that I can offer as long as with along with other custom artwork. So
0: we're talking custom painted sneakers,
1: custom painted sneakers, and custom painted artwork. Like it, I, I understand, people will come in and say, "Listen, I want a painting of this or." You know, I have mm-hmm. this idea, but I'm not an artist. Can you do it for me? Like, that's what I would be, like, their hand. And I would, you know, talk to them through the entire project and do it as a collaboration between somebody that just doesn't have the talent, has an idea, but not the, the talent. talent. right? So I can help them out, like, by doing it for them. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they can, even if they give me a crappy, like, a... Uh, uh stick figure sketch like i want this and that or whatever right. i can i can translate that into a really nice piece
0: right right and you're so, a good communicator yeah. obviously you were able you've gotten training with your son yeah. you've had to make a yeah. lot of things for him and pleasing a young boy is not easy
1: <laughs> no 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 and he and had, they
0: cry yeah that's true
1: no he actually he's pretty cool about it i mean there's a lot of times that he's like "Hey," i was like there's no way that i can make a moving engine with cardboard and tape it's just there's no way that i could make a uh-huh. energy blaster and make it do that because yeah right I, it's carbon tape
0: and and he's cool but
1: i also make all his you know i he has to make sure that i make at least his halloween costume for the year Rechanges changes or, too yeah but changes to it all the time or if uh, he's participating in the school play, he automatically volunteers me to do the set. So there's so, a lot of stuff. So, there, yeah. So
0: so you're used to working for 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 kids, for, yeah. which are much much much. Because they don't they they're much more demanding and they're not going to be polite. Um,
1: no, he's got no filter at all. Yeah, so I don't so, like this at all or whatever. Yeah, yeah me. So that
0: they're, they're tough. They're tough. So your your idea is really interesting in that you know it's a gallery. And you're showing art um, by by different artists, artists that you know, and mostly whatever. my friends. Yeah, most, I
1: that's part mm-hmm. of the reason why I did this gallery is because I have a uh, most of my friends are artists, mm-hmm. and a lot of them either never had the chance or never met the right people, but they're very good art. I mean, their art is just as good as anybody else's. Right, right. You know, that right. are in galleries anyway. And right. there's a nice click of little galleries in the Lower East Side now. There's a, there's a good handful of them now that are right around my block. Mm-hmm. that i'm connecting with now finally right away mm-hmm. um and uh gonna try to work with them to do like crawls and and gallery mm-hmm. you
0: know so you feel like um such a generous man uh, so you feel like you can bring some that you are in touch with some really good artists that haven't shown gotten to show that right. you can bring i mean
1: some of them have shown before and have plenty yeah, of experience or, but i'm just friend, i just know yeah, them personally whatever. so i'm like go oh, hang yeah. yourself up and they will Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, But also, I really love the idea um, that you are going to be doing like custom shoes, sneakers, really. Because sneakers um, are are our cultural touchstone now, right? right? We all express ourselves through our sneakers. And um, it's kind of like getting a tattoo.
1: Exactly. It's, It's almost the same exact experience as getting a feeling of getting a tattoo. Right. Uh, someone comes in, you know, I got to deal with their size, make sure the shoes are right <laughs> for them, the type they want. And then we go over style, color, graphics, whatever they want. So I do, just, you,
0: do you buy the shoes or do they I, buy the shoes? Where do you get the shoes?
1: There's. Uh, I, I, do you
0: order them? Spe- like, do you have like a selection of shoes or do you order one shoe?
1: Usually I do. I, I have a, a set of samples of different sizes that I'm willing to sell, but they're mostly for samples and ideas uh they can bring in their own yeah they can bring yeah. in their own if they're if uh-huh. they're not too beat but, up but you know, if not can they them can, them can pick
0: one so if you not have, they tell me what well i'd have or to, th- that you order them right
1: i would have well there's a, a local place that i would get it or know, whatever right away yeah, yeah. there's a yeah. sneaker shop like a couple blocks away that i can get it for them yeah but depending yeah. on size and style, yeah. low top high top a dunk uh air force one
0: so you so this is like exciting because it's a brand new venture right? yeah it's yeah. a cool idea yeah. And so we're I brought this to you guys before it opened, <laughs> so no, no, I mean, I'm really curious we're gonna have to have you back in next year and see i mean i I have a really good feeling about this idea. Yeah, I think I, it's a really interesting idea, but also you have um you're you have other ways of making income, so oh yeah. it's not like it's not like you're doing you don't have that pre- like that's one point I want to I, I try to make this point to you guys over and over and over how important it is if you're a creative person to find a way to support yourself and not put it on your art if you have if you can help it because um, it just it's just it's just gonna be it's just too much pressure your art is your children and you shouldn't
1: put them to work. Well, that was part of the thing of doing the cardboard thing. Uh, It was an exercise in me to actually put time and energy into something and letting it go. Right. Um, A lot of artists hold on to that stuff. And that's the part of the reason why I have my friend shows is because once you paint something, then you got to hold on to it for a long time. So unless you have storage, or a place to put it it collects it's it It has a cost and you know cost to keep it oh don't i know so these are like my the show that i'm showing now my friend tom billings uh his stuff was in our mutual friend andy's basement for like 20 years Mm. and there was nowhere to put him he lives Mm -hmm. in chicago he moved to chicago about 15 years ago and he couldn't afford at the time to even bring it with him in his you know when he moved to chicago so fast forward 15 years later, they dust it off, they are cleaned up, they're in the gallery and they are just as valid as they were 15 years ago, mm-hmm. if not more valid. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and they're great, they're great pieces. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a little rough and raw but are they, like, he grew up in the in the Basquiat era, mm-hmm. you know? Are they uh,
0: are they up now? They're mm-hmm. up, they're so hanging up there. I'm having right his now? reception,
1: yeah, next Thursday. Oh,
0: that's the show that's yeah, happening next, next Thursday. 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 And yeah. then I have another yeah.
1: friend, uh, my friend Jason Bagada who lives in New Hampshire now. But he's uh, from originally from New York. Uh, he actually has his own school up in New Hampshire, uh, Drawing and Painting School. Oh, an art school. And I'm showing his work on um, March, March, March 24th Wow uh, to do another opening. And that's the first opening that I'm doing along with the other galleries in the area. You also oh. have
2: um, Andy Roberto's sculptures, Yeah, too. I
1: have my friend Andy's sculptures there as well. So. Wow, Wow! Yeah, so really... So I'm showing my friend stuff up for a reason. I think there's a there's this is the reason why i need to do this is so i can show their work as well as have a place for me to work and to show my stuff and i don't have to deal with
2: doing um, it in the kitchen
1: yeah doing it in the kitchen (laughs) right Or getting rejected by some punk 20 year old gallery owner (laughs) who's like i don't like your stuff we can only sell for 50 bucks and i take half yeah right right
0: right 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 no i'm a big proponent on on doing things on your own for sure you know and uh yeah, so um, we have eight minutes left, and uh, I'm just trying to... Um
2: I think actually, Tommy you should probably get Dr. Lisa's shoe size
0: and yeah. ask her what kind oh,
2: of custom really? sneaker yeah. she wants. Oh, really? <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, well... Well, we well, I'm I'm not going to say no to that, and I'm I'm going to talk to you about it. i will talk to you about it later off the off the air. Right. So, uh, has your son gone back to school? How are your families? Do your families get along? Are your fa- parents still alive? Both of your parents?
2: Tom still has his parents. I've I lost both my. Parents. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: And my both my parents live in Florida, so it's only uh, holidays. She my mom will come up on holiday. Much. I don't see them that much. Yeah. yeah, she'll come, My mom will come up a few times a year. Yeah, um, and then if we're in Florida, we'll go visit my dad. But mm-hmm. yeah, otherwise we're Zoom and, and FaceTime uh-huh. and stuff like that. Were so, they
0: around like when you guys first got, got married?
1: N- no, actually, uh, my so parents your were. Yeah, my parents haven't
0: my, been involved
2: in. No, they. I mean,
1: they've they've
2: crossed. Yeah, before. we've we've spent a lot of time together. Like my sister
1: yeah. knows her siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There's, they, we mm-hmm. definitely.
2: Where yeah. did you both grow up? I grew up uh, in Westchester, and Tom grew up in Rockland.
0: Oh, so yeah. sort of in the same area, yeah. Kind just a of same, Hudson River Park, sort of same. And where did you go to school, Meg?
2: Uh, I went to Emerson College oh, in that's Boston. A good
0: school, and what did you study?
2: I studied film and photography.
0: Wow! So, did you have a vision of being an artist or a I photographer? I did. I
2: definitely did at, at some point, point. and then. Uh, reality set in and i decided to try you know some family business and one thing led to another and now i do something completely different but the interesting thing is that now that tom has this studio and gallery he's encouraging me to go back and I was pull gonna, out some prints yeah
1: <laughs> i think i'm going to do for may the show that i'm gonna have in may or for the moms that i know that I'm oh with.
0: i love that idea so I like a, mom,
1: a mom art show that the moms that i I know we'll submit a couple pieces and we'll have like a group show, like a Mother's Day kind of thing. I love Megan. that. And, and, and I'd i love to bring love, out Megan's photography. I think
0: now it's a great time for yeah. you to be doing that. So how did you, um, what, what business did your family have? Did you go and work for your family?
2: Um. So when I, I went to school in Boston, I came back to New York and I was working for a documentary film festival. And then after September 11th, um, my dad had said, why don't you come work with us? And he was what we called a serial entrepreneur. Um, so he had a number of different businesses. Mm-hmm. One of them actually was in film distribution. So I kind of picked ah. up doing handling some of those assets for him. And then um, we had uh, two small brownstones in Murray Hill that my parents had since the 80s. And my dad and I had always said, oh, maybe we should um, talk about developing the site. Mm-hmm. And then so that evolved into a major, 20-story residential development. um, And I lost my dad in that process. He passed away. Mm. Um, So then that experience in development led me to recognize what was missing property management. So me and two partners opened up a property management firm. And now we have over 500 units under management in nine different properties around
0: three boroughs. Wow. So yeah. So you're, you're smart. You, you're too, I I want to say you're too smart to lug around a heavy piece of equipment to take a couple of pictures here and there. That sounds so demeaning and not true. Um, but way more
2: enjoyable probably than the day-to-day of property management. Maybe,
0: but it's your, bu- it's your business. Okay. So like, there we go. It's your business, which is creative. So it's like, you know, they're, they're like, I mean, creativity is, is a very broad, mm-hmm. broad, you know, like the way um, Tom described the way that you do your messaging. <laughs> like, that sounds really creative.
2: It's the, you know, uh, where I went to school, if I can remember correctly, the motto was uh, communication necessary to evolution, right? So, even if it was in the creative field or in the business field or real estate development, like, you really just have to take the concept, you communicate it to all the parties and how are you going to move it along? Uh-huh. Same thing with any project that Tom works on.
0: Right. Know? Right. So you feel, so I'm, I'm sure, I mean, I'm guessing there's a lot of creative pro you have creative, you feel, you feel you get creative satisfaction to some degree, <laughs> knowing I, that you made, you start, you may, you made this happen. Yeah.
2: Starting and finishing a task is satisfying. Um, when you have a, Trauma or problem or emergency being able to solve that and and satisfy someone help them that's really you know it was it was recognizing mm-hmm. that if you have a problem, you
0: would you know uh-huh. call someone and nobody would be there. did you know? imagine being like I could picture you being a journalist, you're really good with people and stuff like that.
2: I do really
0: Did like you, is writing. Is that what you yeah. were thinking of, and you like writing? I do. I do enjoy writing. Did you think writing. about doing that, like photojournalism or journalism?
2: That's funny. That's actually the the project when Tom said I should pull something out from 20 some years ago. I was thinking about a project that I had done on um, musicians who would use the underground subway Uh, the T system in Boston. And part of that project to me was not just the photograph, but telling the story of each of those performers. So those two pieces definitely Mm -hmm. connected with the Mm -hmm. imagery and the story. Yeah.
0: And you've been doing a great job with Tom telling, helping tell his story today.
1: I need all the help I can
0: get. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, I think I could, I think you have a future in journalism. (laughs) Thank you, Lisa. (laughs) And, and and photography, do you do any photography anymore?
2: I do um, capture, like, everybody, everything that's happening in mm-hmm. our family and my job on my phone, mm-hmm. you know? So I think I probably have, like, 100,000 pictures on my yeah, phone. Yeah, but I mean, you know, like, but. some
0: people, like, I, you know, some people, you know, like, do that, really enjoy that and do that a lot. I'm, I'm not that person. I wish I was. Cause it's, I guess it's a good thing to, well, I don't know. I don't care, but I don't know if I wish I was, but there, there are a lot of great things too. Do you get pleasure out of that? Do you, Are you motivated? Is that an outlet?
2: I do. I really do. I think I torture my family with the, you know, I'm, I just need to get this shot and it's the thing that makes me, you know, the,
0: the wedding photographer comes out. and.
2: <laughs> I did. Can that we, can
0: we follow your Instagram? Are they on Instagram?
2: Uh, make, they could be not? in the, No, they're not. They are not. I'm not. I have not had a platform for that work in a long time because I focused on other things. But maybe Tom will or bring even it up.
0: Or even the family pictures. Yes, I Cause, am. Because I've now made you the gold <laughs> standard of how to have a decent relationship and a kid. So I think we need. To, I think we need to have some of that up there. Well, I and am. you don't have a you don't have an you don't have an Instagram account. I do, I do.
2: Uh, my name is Megan Tartar, and I guess someone else took it. So Tartar Megan is my Instagram. And, oh, okay. And that's and where we, will tell we see, your uh,
0: you see your
2: family. Son? All family. All.
0: Life stories. All so. Right. Okay. Well, we'll we'll go check it out. So we only have. I'm going to say thank you, guys. What thank a you. pleasure. Thank See, I so knew much. I'd get. I, I knew I'd get in there. Um. <laughs> anyway. Uh. Thank you all for listening to Doctor Lisa gives a shit. I'm here every Thursday, two to three. I have almost three hundred shows on the archives. If you go to my show page, and check us out. Like I said, at RadioFreeBrooklyn.com. Um or org. Uh, really, either one. Um, and um, you should really, you know, download our newsletter. We have we have an app, so you can have all this stuff all the time. Can you imagine that? You just turn. You just go to the radio free. Broadcast.